0: Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have Damian Deka, who's the founder and head coach of School of Attraction, as well as The Dangerous Man. And we are going to talk about so many things that it's a little overwhelming, but overwhelming in a good way. We're going to talk about hot women and why they actually aren't interested in you, but why you shouldn't be interested in them. We're also going to talk about having high self-esteem and how to do that properly And we're lastly going to talk about something that I know is probably plaguing a lot of you, which is you've been trying and working hard on yourself and not seeing any changes. We're going to talk about how to see those results that you want. So keep listening. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Ask Women podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Carney. Without Marnie Kinners today, but we have Damian Dika, who is the founder and head coach of the School of Attraction and of the Dangerous Man, which sounds really sexy. And I think I would like to check out after this. Sorry, I didn't beforehand. But we are going to cover so much stuff on today's show you should check Damien out on his YouTube channel. He's got tons of great advice. Damien, thanks for hanging out with me today.
2: Thanks for having me here today. And in spite what the Damien podcast might suggest, I am not a woman.
0: And just, just what your beard might suggest.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is it, or maybe <laughs> suggest you are, only. I don't know. Don't, it's
0: 2022. Don't
2: assume. Yeah.
0: It's 2022. So today we had topics that you and Marnie had fleshed out and hmm. they all sound really interesting. The last one, I think, is the one that guys want to hear the most. So I'm going to make them hang on to our every word and wait till we get there. But we're going to talk about what to do when you've worked hard and you haven't gotten any results. I know so many guys are struggling with that. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. But I want to talk to you first about women that are hot. And when they're hot, they're probably not interested. Now, I know that's not the best news that guys want to hear. But that was your statement. When you said it, I agreed with you heavily, which I don't really want to admit. But let's talk about that. Because I know that's a disappointing thing for men to hear. And they want the hot girl. And they want the hot girl to like them. So why is the hot girl not going to like them? And how can we fix that?
2: Yeah, sure. So this is a really common thing. It's a common theme that I've been seeing with clients for. You know, because I've been working with clients for like 13 years and I see it a lot where for us guys, we from such an early age, we get locked in our heads a certain looks standard that we're hoping to attract in a woman, right? That's really what we get fixated on as men. We're very visual creatures when it comes to sex and that's no secret to anyone. And so what happens is that the main thing that gets locked in our minds when we're thinking, I want to approach a woman that looks like this is the looks. And that becomes our number one, not often only criteria. So what most guys do is they walk into a bar or a club or they're at a house party or they're out in the street, wherever they're going to meet someone. And they see a woman and she is in that attractiveness category of the type of woman they want to approach, and the type of woman they want to talk to. And that's all she needs to have. So when they walk up to her, what their body language, what their, the words they choose, the like tone of voice is saying, you had me at hot, right? I'm done. Let's see if you like me. Do you like me? Do you like me? Can I make you like me? And that, this becomes the mindset that happens with guys. And I'm sure like you're the woman, so you can agree or disagree. But what happens then is from a woman's perspective, his value or his, his interest drops dramatically because it's like, I didn't even earn him liking me. Like He just likes me already and wants to date me and like marry me and have my kids. And he doesn't know anything about me. And the interest level drops. And, and this is what most guys do is They're approaching women with a mindset of, can I make you like me? Because I already like you.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I agree with you. I want you to keep going because I saw you were about to take a breath.
1: Yeah.
2: And so this is such a big one, right? So it's this mindset shift that changes so very much. So I know a lot of guys think that, or they'll say that, you know, women have all the power. When you approach, like women have all the power. We give women all the power and that's just are crossed to bear as men, which in my head is part of the problem, that belief set, that mindset. Because if I'm approaching a woman, I'm approaching her because I think, for me personally, because I find her attractive. That's why I'm approaching her. That's not why I'm staying. That's not why I'm going to get her number. That's only why I'm there. Right? That got her my foot in the door, her foot in the door of being around me. My mindset is, do I like you for the rest? right? So is this fun? That's my first big criteria. Do we have fun interacting? Can we laugh? Can we banter? Is there something here that makes me want to stay? Because at least 60, 70% of the time, that answer is no. Like on that margin alone, there's just no, like they don't have a great sense of humor. They're not in the right emotional state, whatever it is. I don't want to be there. And women feel that, right? They can feel if I'm there and I'm trying to, hey, is this fun? Like, this is my mindset. It's not, I'm trying to make you like me. It's, do I like you? Can I have fun with you? Not can you have fun with me? So I'm not trying to entertain you. I'm trying to be entertained. So I will play a role in trying to entertain myself. So the jokes I tell, the way I banter with you, I'm gonna do the things that I'll find amusing. And if you find them amusing too, sweet, we share a sense of humor. And you're gonna feel that as a woman. You're gonna feel that, hey, I'm not trying to make you laugh. I'm trying to have fun and hoping you have fun with me. And in some ways, it feels like the same thing. And it's a theme that's probably gonna come up a lot in what we talk about is. The why is so critical. The why you do things, we feel that in other humans. And women are very perceptive creatures. They're going to feel that in men. You know, if his why for talking to you is, I just need to feel validated right now. She'll feel that even if he's saying the same words as another guy who's coming from a very different why. And this is what shifts. When a woman gets appropriately attractive, men lose all their other requirements to her. And they feel that. They feel that so strongly, you know? And that's why you lose the power. Because you, you know, (laughs) you gave it away.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've said this in so many different ways on so many different occasions. But, well, I specialize helping guys online dating. And they will say, well, what do I say to a girl who has nothing in her bio? And this is... Related to the hot girl thing, because generally the girls who don't have stuff in their bios are the really hot girls because they know they're going to get swiped right on all the time anyway. So they don't have to put in any effort and they know exactly why that guy is talking to them. There's no need for her to put in any effort whatsoever. There's no need for her to try to win him over because she obviously already knows he's won over. I always advise guys, if the girl doesn't have anything in her bio, to swipe left
1: Mm -hmm. and treat her a lesson. (laughs) The
0: less matches she gets, the more she'll have to put energy and effort into the interaction with you. So I find the hot girl thing when we're talking about online can get disrespectful toward guys. Because they're saying, they're almost like, okay, plebe, you know, like shooing them away, you know, like, I don't have to do anything. And this is what the relationship will be for the future if I decide to give you my attention. You know, it's this very unequal role that's being played between the two of them. So it's the same idea as what you're talking about, when a guy approaches a woman just because she's really hot. So, you know, it's okay, of course, to be attracted to the hot woman, right? But like you said, there needs to be more to it. There needs to be the why. And so how do you go from being the guy who sees the girl that's really hot and has that as their why to, no, 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 I'm actually interested and I do have a why. Because sometimes... The guy is just really not going to have a why if he's so set on looks. Can he get there? Is it a fake it till you make it kind of thing? Can you be disingenuous here? Or do you really need to start doing soul searching and looking for what do I like in a personality before you make those approaches?
2: Well, what I get guys to do... and. The same can apply to online dating. But what I get guys to do is, I, the big thing I get guys to do is say, what would make them willing to walk away from a woman, period? Just forget how hot she is. What are the big things? That, like, nah, if you've got that, I'm good, thanks. Have a good night, right? Forget that. So write some like red flags for yourself. And You don't even have to be like, oh, is this really what I want long-term? Like, for Don't overthink it. Just some stuff that you don't want, right? If you meet a woman, then your job is to start finding those aspects in women and walking away right? So it's a counterintuitive thing of start walking away first. Mm. Or like, yeah, I literally, like, like most men have never walked away from a hot woman.
0: Yeah. That's never been caught on camera ever in history.
2: Absolutely. Right? And just that act is so empowering as a guy. I mean, I remember when, because I did a lot of men's work. You mentioned the dangerous man. This is where we get the men's work and the men's self-development. And that work that I did on myself way back was that was very pivotal in realizing that, actually walking away, going, actually, you're not really fun to be around. I'm going to walk away. And starting to walk away is like, you start to feel like you have some of the power back. Okay, don't judge me. It was a TikTok video. But it was a really great little clip. Right? <laughs> and someone jumped. said that having boundaries right, is not saying, please don't do that. I don't like it. Having boundaries is saying, if you do that, I'm going to walk away right? It's a very strong difference because most men have the boundary that says, please don't do that. Or the behavior that says, I, I hope you don't treat me like this. But what most men don't have is I'm going to walk away if you treat me like this. I'm going to walk away if you behave like this. And there's something very powerful. I mean, I'm, if I approach a woman, I'm always not necessarily literally, but you can still see it in my body language. I'm looking for reasons to walk away.
0: That's a great way to look at it. When a woman
2: approaches, when you approach a woman, she's looking for reasons to be disinterested because she's going to get heaps of guys hitting on her. She's got to have a filter system that, you know, yeah. the wheat from the chaff.
0: Yeah, the filter system is so much. I don't know how to describe it. Like if you're using a, a sieve or whatever, the, you know, if you're sifting through her holes, if you're, you know, at the beach and you're playing with one of <laughs> one those of the toys. But yes. <laughs> yeah, there's better descriptions. But basically her holes are a lot Skinnier, like she's not going to let much through, is what I'm saying. So her filter is a lot more difficult than men's, of course, because she's been experiencing this over and over and over. And men aren't used to it, they're not used to having a filter. So they'll go, I met this girl, you know, because she's attractive, let's get coffee but they know nothing about each other. And that generally, if, you know, if we're talking about online, if you just match and then say, hey, would you want to meet for coffee after two lines? She will probably ghost you in the chat because she doesn't know you enough yet to give you her time. So you need to do things that will get you to move forward in her in her line of men as well. You know, so men and women are obviously always filtering, but men less so. And I think I would be curious about your opinion on this, but if a man walks away, that can be very empowering like you said. I can almost feel like the wind rushing through your hair and like your muscles getting bigger and your dick growing a size <laughs> as you walk away if your dick grew every time you walked away, men would be walking away all the time. But...
2: <laughs> I'll get on
0: that <laughs> But, you know, that's not going to happen. So it's going to be hard for the man to walk away because it's like, but I got one to just say hello or just to talk to me. So it's this validation. So the men are getting some validation, some very well-needed validation if the girl's actually engaging, even if they have a red flag with her that shows up but think about i want the guys to think about how much more validation it would be if you walked away and then 20 minutes later she walked up to you after that interaction what would that do like how satisfying would that be there's a chance she's not going to and you know you just lost out on a woman that was attractive but wasn't your type anyway because you looked for those red flags but to have that experience of her going, wait a second, I never get walked away from and I need my validation now. So she's going to come up and be flirtatious. It might be empty flirting, but at least it's flirting in general. And then you can practice and have fun, but no, she's not your type. And then have your ego built up a little bit.
2: Yeah. So the way men are going to see it play out, just to clarify for guys, if they start walking away from women, like they're not going to have the second woman they approach full head over heels for him. What's going to happen is he's going to start walking away. He may walk away from three, four, five, six women he finds really attractive. And what's going to happen by the seventh, eighth, ninth, the fact that he's looking for reasons to walk away, women are going to start to feel that. And by then, because it's going to take a while, because in the beginning, you're kind of acting like, I really do want to stay, but I'm just pushing myself to leave because David said to do this thing. But then it's going to start to feel it in your body language. And a higher percentage of those women will respond really positively. You know, plus you've got the, it depends on age group, you know, but younger women are more likely to be validation seeking like, wait, but I'm the hot one. So you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That starts to become more a thing in the early twenties and late twenties and early, it depends on like the woman, but you know, it's more apparent in the younger women, that kind of behavior where they don't even want you. They just want you to want them. And once they've got that, they're all good again.
0: Well, that also happens, I think to the, women getting older because they're like, I'm older now and I'm not approached as much. You know, and I like that (laughs) validation. So (laughs) please like me, we go through our cycles in life.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this,
2: I was going to say strategy, but it shouldn't be a strategy. This isn't strategy. This is how it should be. This is just healthy, right? Right. But this is the mistake that guys make in other parts of their life too. It's exactly the same thing. It's, are you going for job interviews? right? Are you interviewing them? Is this the role I really want? Are you the people I really want to work with? Or is it like, please hire me? Please hire me.
0: Yeah. The employer or the woman will always sense that energy.
2: Always. Always. I've had as an employer. Too. It's the same with you go into business with sales. I mean, if I'm just going around going, oh, please buy my product. I never do that. It's always like, wait up. We're going to have an interview because I need to know if you're the kind of guy I want to coach. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's If you start to be picky, people will respect you more. Your respect for yourself goes up. Your self-perceived value as well as the other perceived value goes up.
0: It's no mystery about that. You know, like the pickier you are, the more people want you. But why? You know, I mean, I, I know why, but I also, why? The reason I ask why is just because I think it makes things more frustrating for people or it makes it more of a game. It's a show a little bit. I'm going to pretend I'm picky so that I can have a leg up over you. Mm. But I mean, some people really actually are picky. But I think that, I think I'm just personally frustrated by that vibe because it just feels more game to me.
2: Well, this is where the why matters because I think... Look, it's been my experience. I I have this thing where I use a term that a lot of women hate, and it's not meant to be a sexist term because I think it applies to men and people in general. But when I say... So what I want to say is that the more self-esteem a woman has, the better she is at seeing through a guy's BS.
0: Absolutely.
2: And so... Women with high self esteem are generally more the types of women you want to meet because you want what I'd call, like, I use the term high quality women, and it's not meant to be a sexist term. But what I mean is someone who's got their stuff together more in their life in general and in their heads, they're better put together, they've worked harder on themselves, all that general stuff.
0: You can use the term for men just as easily. Exactly,
2: exactly. So these women are going to see through the difference between a why being I'm just pretending to have standards and why being I actually have standards. And it's really important that you actually have them. It's the same thing with, when guys will often ask, Should I, you know, how long should I wait to respond to a message? Right. And should I wait two days? And there's all that stuff. You need to be someone who has a life where things are going on, right? Not be someone who doesn't have anything going on and is just purposely waiting. And there is such a difference, and people will feel when the why is correct. Why did I take three hours to respond to you? Because I was actually busy. Right. Yeah. It's the why that really matters so much more than the action. I think that keys into what you're just saying there, right? Because if it is just an act, then it's not gonna work so well. Cause at least half of the women you're talking to are gonna see through it.
0: Yeah, they will. And I can feel it with guys that I go on dates with. And generally I would say, interestingly, the majority of guys that I've gone out with have responded in a timely manner. And so I don't know if that's because I'm dating maybe more mid-thirties. It's like we're getting more mature type of situation or if it's just the culture changing. But I did see this video recently, my friend sent it to me, and it was from some guy on TikTok, and it was just so perfectly executed. And he's sitting in a like an office chair and he's got his back to the camera. And he just turns to the camera and says, remember, fellas, wait at least three hours to respond to her text keep being toxic. <laughs> and then he spins oh, back around. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know he's just like, he's <laughs> kidding, but it's like, it is toxic. It's a toxic behavior because what it does is it brings out insecurities in the other party. And then that other party, you know, say you actually like that person. Now they're going to start acting in a manner that's not natural so that they can be competing on the same level. And so you took something that maybe was natural and organic and you know she was responding right away and being great, but then you took all these hours so that you could have that upper hand or seem pickier maybe. Maybe I don't know if that would really be a picky thing, but you do that and then you create a new dynamic between the two of you, which might've been more natural and flowy before. And I've never said to the guys who text me back right away, I've never said like, Good job. Five stars. Congratulations. (laughs) Like you're an adult. You know, I haven't done Mm -hmm. that, but I wanted to reinforce that that's so great. Just thank you for not making this more difficult than it has to be. And it doesn't feel desperate when they respond right away. I mean, there is a sense of given context when you wait to reply. So if she has waited 24 hours and then she texts you and you reply within five seconds then there is that feeling of, that was a little pathetic. <laughs> like you should have maybe waited like at least a couple minutes if she is pushing that like long spaced out timeline on you. So that's the only time that I think having some self-respect and going, you know what? She took a really long time to respond. I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to take 24 hours also. I'm not going to take you know, up to the exact minute that it took her to respond to me. But I'm going to wait 15 minutes or I'm going to wait 10 minutes and then I'll reply because that feels natural. But it also doesn't feel pathetic when the minute she sends you a text, you're right back there. Because there is a thing where women do communicate and men do too as well. But a lot of men that I work with don't catch on to women communicating between the lines or their silence acting as a form of communication. And it's like a social intelligence that's missing. So if the woman does take 24 hours and you guys have been texting before, this isn't a dating app thing because dating apps generally people do wait longer. Yeah, But if you do have each other's phone numbers and you are texting and she's waiting 24 hours, she is saying, I'm not hugely that interested for the most part. But then the minute, you know, it goes through the guy and writes right back, he's not reading that information. She just silently shared with him. So it's like, it's frustrating because it's like, no, you should reply right away, but also don't reply right away. You know, it's so, but it's all given the context. And generally, I think replying right away is the way to go if that is what she's doing. So I kind of call it mirroring.
2: I call it investment matching, but it's the same thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Matching the amount of investment they're going to put in.
0: Exactly. So if you're going way above and beyond and she is not, then all of a sudden the scales are completely uneven and you start losing that I have standards feeling to her and you will eventually start to become less attractive. So anyway, I want to take a break real quick and we are going to come back and talk about having high self-esteem along with high integrity and how you can't have one without the other. And then we're going to talk about what to do when you've worked really hard and you're not getting those results. So we will be back with Damien in just a second. So keep listening. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning
1: is not your destiny. And Ali is here to help. Ali invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness.
0: More than just melatonin, all these ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com.
2: That's o l l y.com.
0: Football is back and I'm so excited because I cannot wait to watch the Buffalo Bills pummel all of your little sissy teams and you can bet on the bills or whoever else you want really on bet online because it's your number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest football odds, news and game matchups, including this year's opening week's games. Bet online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including besides the NFL, the MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even for you nerds out there, golf. I'm just kidding. I love golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% 100 welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts.
1: If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting, or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash Flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to slash flirty and you'll find out all about it.
0: I have helped hundreds of men. Maybe we're into the thousands now. I don't keep that good of track of my numbers, but I know we're at the very high hundreds. I've helped so many men get their banter skills in shape so that they're able to get women off of the internet or off the street and onto a date. Guys that don't know how to talk or have rehearsed plan lines or bad pickup artist moves don't get the dates. Girls want authenticity. And I can teach you how to authentically banter, create attraction, flirt, tease, tease without offending her. I know that's a big thing you guys are always worried about. And be that smooth, easy breezy guy that you've always wanted to be. You can't do it unless you put in the work. So email me at kristen at kristinandchill.com and we'll work something out. I want you to get your banter skills in shape. And if it's not your banter skills, I can make you a kick-ass profile. I've got the eye for it, baby. I know what women are looking for and I get guys so many matches. Why let all those guys get the matches when you can get them too? So again, email me at kristen at and we'll figure out exactly what you need to get your dating game where it should be, which is way up high. Right now, it might be ankle height. And unless you have really, really, really high ankles, that's not very high. So I'll hopefully see you at kristinandchill.com. We are back and we're almost to the topic that I know everyone wants to get to, but this one's just as good. And it's really interesting because I don't know if we've talked much about it ever on the show about not being able to have high self-esteem if you're not acting with high integrity. So I want to know what you mean by that. Break that down for me.
2: Yeah, sure. So I'll give a bit of my history personal thing because it gives you a context here. So... Long before I started The Dangerous Man, before I started School of Attraction, I was, you know, a young guy who wasn't just struggling with women, but I, I come out of this really tough relationship and I went through the space where I was angry at women, right? And I kind of was, had this mindset of, well, screw it. Like, I don't really care so much about their feelings. They screwed me first. So whatever. I'm going to go for what I want and that's it. It was that kind of damaged boy thing that I was going through. And there was some time in there when I was going through that trying to get off, like I was doing a lot of party drugs and stuff, trying to get off all that and get my life together, that I got involved in men's work. And one of the things that came up in a really insightful program that I did was was the saying, a man's word is law. Meaning not, you know, you must do what I say, meaning I must do what I say. So I must do what I say and say what is consistent with what I'm actually experiencing and thinking at all times and not mince those words. And that had a very profound impact on how I felt about myself as a man. Because I had a habit of, I grew up in the type of family where you wore masks, right? Like the mask for this, the mask for that, pretending to adapt to your situation, right? And changing your personality.
0: The metaphorical masks, not the COVID ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not the ones we're stuck with now. And so making that shift to just being, no, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. This is what I want. Um, Speaking with integrity, um, being someone who has integrity had a massive impact on my self-esteem around women. It had a huge impact on how I felt around women.
0: Were you doing these things around everybody? You know, not just women, you know, family, friends? Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And so really what it comes down to is that when you are... So let's wind the clock back and it's mid-2000s and everyone's using mystery method and gambits and, and, and negging and right, we're doing all this this stuff right, that's thankfully largely gone out of favor. When we're doing that, and this is what I saw originally because I also got involved in the Pickup Arts community and saw this huge problem almost immediately, which was my inspiration for getting into the coaching. But you get this problem of your self-esteem becomes entirely linked to women's responses to you because the reinforcement that you get from women never sticks. So a woman says, hey, you seem like a really great guy, literally or metaphorically. But what happens is the only thing that's great is the BS that you put forward, right? The fake persona, the fake thing.
1: The
0: thing that she thought you were great for? Yes. Okay, so you were faking.
2: Yes, exactly. So when you need to manipulate, when you play games, when you purposely pretend to be busy when you're not really, when you do all these things that are disingenuous, what happens is every time you pretend, you are telling yourself, as I am, I'm not good enough. But if I pretend to do these things that isn't really who I am, then then women will like me. And when that becomes the message that we reinforce over and over and over again internally, you will be in the pattern that, that still I know lots of guys are. And this is where I think sex addiction often can creep into men trying to get better with women, is that your entire self-esteem becomes hinged on female validation. And that is super unhealthy. And that is not self-esteem, right? That you might as well be doing a line of coke to feel better, right? That's not real self-esteem either. And so, and that's what I saw. And that's what, that's such a big thing that we miss when we teach men dating coaching, because it sounds preachy too. It can sound like, oh, you know, a moralistic call, but it's not. It's its a very selfish thing is your self-esteem isn't going to be awesome unless you are someone who's acting with integrity. And integrity isn't the same as honesty. You know, if you, um, you know, the stereotype thing, the wife says, the husband does my butt look big in these jeans, right? Well, People often use honesty as a way to be an asshole, right? And if the guy says to her, well, you kind of look like a walrus trapped in a fishnet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not behaving with integrity because you're not respecting her integrity.
0: Or the walrus. That's really who we're worried about here.
2: <laughs> yeah, or the walrus, or walrus is being Just compared things. to this woman.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything to deserve that. Right.
2: But saying, oh, no, honey, you look hot in those, if that's not how you feel, is also acting out of integrity.
0: So then what do you do? How do you answer something like that with integrity and honesty? Well, you'd be honest, but you just... This is the
2: thing. So you don't... If that was that walrus anecdote was the first thing to come to mind, saying that isn't respecting other... But you can still say, you know what? I don't really like those on you so much. I reckon those... Whatever you were wearing last week was super hot. That's still being in integrity, right? You're just being respectful at the same time. So there is... It's not about just blunt honesty and fuck it. If she can't handle it, then not my problem.
0: Well, I want to go back to something that you mentioned. So, you know, we've talked a lot on the show about dating with the mindset of abundance, of knowing there's so many people out there and you have a full world and she would make a nice addition to it. Now, if the person doesn't actually have a full world, is that because they're really not acting with integrity and doing all the things that they should be doing in their lives? Because we're talking about faking, oh, I have this going on and that going on. And then when you really don't, that's not having integrity. But then there's the other side to it of the fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I have a lot going on until I actually have a lot going on. So that that vibe comes through that you're not desperate, that this isn't the only thing you have or want. So do you suggest... I mean, this could be an obvious question, but do you suggest in that scenario to get to integrity, to go actually fill up your life and not wait for it to fill up saying, oh, well, I'm going to start working out next month and um, I'm going to get this or I'm going to clean up my apartment and get new furniture next month. But what if they don't have the means to do it in that moment? How do they fill themselves up with this full life? Not that I'm saying you have to have like you know the absolute best furniture in order to have a full life, but you know what I'm saying. How do they do that when they don't actually have a full life?
2: Okay, so first of all, the only thing that you have in your life, in your head, is women. You need it. I mean, that kind of comes into what we're going to talk about after this, but you need to step back. Right Because if you are making women the only important thing in your life, you 're already a losing battle, so that 's step number one, right. However, you can be busy with that life tomorrow if you had nothing else today, because the mere act of pursuing the other things that you 're trying to achieve in your life takes time, whether you 've got them or not i can 't afford the furniture I can't afford the great, but what about all the other things like what about you working on yourself your own self development outside of women right your own growth, your own education your own career advancement, whatever these things are.
0: And doing it all because you want to do it for you, not because you want to do it for her.
2: Yes, the why. It comes back to the why, right? You're 100% right though, that why you have to be doing it because you deserve it, because you want all those things to be this guy, not because it's going to get chicks.
0: But women do the same thing. Like, you know, sometimes you need that extra push or extra motivation. And when it comes to going to the gym, I can get a little bit lazy. But I was seeing this guy and I was like, I want to look like ready for, I want my legs to look great. You know, and it was my motivation was for this guy. And if we stopped seeing each other, then I'm like, well, why am I going to the gym? Because who cares? I don't care about what other guys think about my legs right now. I only cared about that guy. Women can do the same thing. So it is a lot of self-reflection and work And I've had, you know, those moments where I'm like, no, I'm going to the gym for me. But it takes thought and I have to remind myself, but that doesn't pull me off the couch as easily. When I say like, I'm going to the gym for me, it doesn't pull me off the couch the way that I'm going to the gym so I can look hot in front of this guy that I think is super hot. It doesn't pull me. But I think eventually when you get into the routine, Of it, that's just who you are and what you do. So you kind of lose his why, the why of him or her, and for speaking from a man's perspective. And it just becomes what you do. I wake up in the morning at X time and I go to the gym. And you can drop a little bit of that, like maybe overly enthusiastic empowerment of for me, like this cheesy. It's I'm doing it because I deserve the best life, blah, blah, blah. Like you can just get into a routine and then that's what you do. It's just what you do. But the why obviously is important starting. And then of course, you know, as you continue, yes, but eventually you can just fall into these really healthy patterns, which take a lot less thought. I'm basically going that direction because it takes a lot to try to empower yourself every single time, so when it just becomes part of what you do it 's easier for your mind sometimes
2: yeah, I think I should clarify actually. I should clarify that there's a difference between inspiration and the core motivation. I talk about this you know, but still when I 'm going to the gym, I work out three, four days a week when I 'm in the gym, part of me knows, hey, I also want to feel good about myself around women right it's not like that isn't there, but I want to be this guy regardless of women, right? And women are part of the inspiration. But you know what I mean? And there's a difference. like Because I know guys who went and became doctors just to impress women. It's not really what they wanted from their lives.
0: That's, yeah. But it's a lot of work for pussy. Yeah. I mean, pussy drives... I mean, it is the most powerful...
1: Do you know in Bugs
0: Bunny... And this is going to be a bad analogy, but...
2: (laughs) I roll with it. Are you in Australia? Yeah, yeah.
0: Did you guys watch Bugs Bunny?
2: I did. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. You know, when bugs would start floating toward the scent of a pie, his body would literally almost like ripple. Do you know that where he'd lift up his feet? He would be vertical (laughs) with the ground (laughs) and he would just be like floating toward this pie. And that is the adult version of pussy. (laughs) Guys literally just seem to like lift off the ground and their body just, it's like they lose control in a sense. And their body starts flowing like Bugs Bunny and they're just going toward that scent, which hopefully hers isn't that obvious, (laughs) but it's there. We can't pretend that it doesn't exist. It's very powerful. But there are other things in the world and occupying yourself with those other things can be just as fulfilling or if not more fulfilling. Imagine if this guy became a doctor so that he could feel good about himself. That sounds way better to me than it does for women because the women thing, that sounds so empty. He's just chasing something. Hmm.
2: But that's also his why thing, you know? It's like if you're doing a thing for women that you would normally not it's not that you wouldn't do, that you wouldn't want to do normally. Cause like you want to be healthy, right? And if the men are the inspiration to be healthy, that's not bad, I don't think. Do you know what I mean? Like the men inspire that or a guy you're dating. And that's the difference. But if you're like, I don't actually want to be healthy. This is not a thing I choose myself normally to be healthy. That's not how I want to be. Oh, but this guy wants it, so I'll do it. That's where it becomes unhealthy. That's where I make the distinction with the guys. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want it anyway, and women inspire you to do it, that's okay.
0: Yes. That makes sense. So confidence can exist without the integrity. But some guys, I think, probably have fake confidence.
2: And it works for some guys. and and
0: Yeah. And so what's the telltale difference like, for a woman to spot? I know women isn't our audience space, but what's the difference between a guy who's confident and a guy who's confident with integrity?
2: The way that I have my female friends and the women, because I actually coach some women as well, but the feeling that it comes through is when the guy feels like, oh my God, he's so amazingly confident, it's usually fake, right? Because when someone's actually confident, it doesn't normally hit you like a truck. When someone's actually confident, it's usually like, this person feels stable or this person feels solid or this person feels unshakable. That's what you feel. It's not the Mack truck slap in the face.
0: Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's this almost like, and this word will sound negative, but I don't mean it in a negative way, but it's almost like a stagnant energy. Like it doesn't change. It's unchanging Hmm. in a good way. You know, if it was, like you said, hit you like a Mack truck, if it's up and down or chaotic or, you know, Sometimes he feels it, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, that is a really good answer.
2: Yeah, and then that's a term that we use in men's work too, which is a woman will test a man, right? Because what she wants to feel is that stability. And so what'll happen is she will throw, create a little bit of chaos. How does that shake that vibe of his? If he's, You know what I mean? If, if he still feels stable in the face of some of my chaos, right? That's sexy. That's like, oh, I can trust this man.
0: It's really sexy. Men don't understand it. I've talked about this with my clients, we've talked about it on the show, but safety for women is so sexy. And I can't explain how much it does it for me. It probably doesn't do it as much for other women. You know, there's definitely varying levels. But when you feel safe with a man, you can feel sexual. And unless you have that safety, you will not feel sexual. It's really interesting how that works. And creating that safety, I think there's different ways to do it that I teach my clients. But one way that I kind of think is a little bit fun is, you know, I mean, there's, there's lots of ways, but like one way, like you said, is having the stable confidence that feels safe and strong and consistent and consistency sounds safe. So there you can hit safety. But I talk about fake saving her from a situation. So it's like if you're talking to a woman or a girl and she's got three crazy nephews and she's babysitting, they're going crazy and they're nuts. Him saying something playful like, I can come over with my ninja suit if you need me to, to take care of business. Just let me know. He's not serious. He's not actually showing up in a ninja suit when he's not actually showing up to her watching her nephew's. But putting that out there of like, if you needed to be saved or feel safe, I could provide that. Saying it in kind of this like playful way. So it's like a subtle little thing you put in the ether that she could pick up on. But again, not actually acting on it. Then if you actually acted on it, you would look like a lunatic and not safe. But alluding to that safety really does a lot for women. So anyway, that could be a whole podcast itself. But I want to now get to the topic that I've been really just ramping up, and that's when you've been working hard and you're still not seeing results. What then? What do they do?
2: Sure. So I call this the bad breath situation, and the guys are like, why call it bad breath? So it works like this, right? Imagine that I'm doing everything right, right? Imagine that I'm dressed really well. I'm Eloquent, I am funny. I there's lots of rapport, like you know, I don't have to imagine it. You (laughs) are, oh well, thank you. (laughs) But but, you know, imagine that I'm all these things, I'm doing everything right, and I'm talking to women, and every woman rejects me, right? If I've got bad breath, no one's telling me I've got bad breath, and yet,
0: okay, you just I'm sorry, but you just hit on something so huge. I went on a date with a guy a month ago, and I was enjoying it. He's a little bit off, a little bit unique or something. But he had, I've never been in this situation and I've been dating for a long time. He had the worst, I don't know if it was breath or if it was just his essence or what do you call it? Your pheromones or what? He smelled so bad that I had to actually physically back away. And I thought, this is such a shame because he's cute. He's funny. We're having a nice time. But I cannot go near that. I cannot go near that. And there's no way I'm telling him he smells.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Like I'm not, I'm not putting myself in that harm's way. Like yeah. I'll let another woman take the murder for that. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it makes sense that you call it the bad breath thing because sometimes there's actually something that's going wrong that no one is pointing out. And I absolutely did not point it out. Mm.
2: And so that's the thing, right? So if I've got bad breath, I can have this experience of what's going wrong. Obviously, women are just picky. Obviously, women are just all this time I've got bad breath and no one's telling me, right? Now, I'm not suggesting that. Kelatosis, bad breath. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that if you're struggling with women, it's probably because you've got bad breath. It might be, but it's not most of the time.
0: Yeah, it was so random that I happen to have an example of yeah, actual that's, that's bad perfect. breath. But the issue is there's normally
2: one thing you're doing. It's normally just one. It's this one where you're sabotaging over and over and over and over. And it's one of those things that no one tells you. It's not an obvious one usually, right? It's not normally you're not funny enough. It's not normally... Because these guys are working on this stuff and trying to get it right, right? It's normally one thing and no one's telling you. So then the question becomes, well, how the heck do you find out what that is? So... And this is a very, very human thing. This isn't just men trying to get better with women. This is Women in business. This is men in their career, or this is we all do it, right? What we do is we take one mindset, a way of thinking about doing it, one school of thought, right? On you know, I'm an Anthony Robbins follower, or I'm a you know, (laughs) you know, all these different thinkers in in a sphere, right, that we want to get better at, and we 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 very much stick with the same basic idea, right? So let's say. I want to get better with the women and I'm just following the basic pickup artist chain of thinking about how to get better with women here, right? And what happens is that any school of thought you'd follow, any, any basic principle is going to have limitations that create blind spots. So if you just focus on the basic pickup artist way of thinking, this is how I get better with women. I got to do this and say that and do this. You're missing a lot of the masculine development stuff, right? The, as an example. Right, because it just misses. It. It's not what it's all about, and we can have psychological stuff that's going on on the side. Right, so the big thing that we need to do because we get very frustrated, and what happens is we double down our efforts often. So as men, we get it's like, <gasps> okay, so I just have to be funnier again, or I have to be, and we double down and try to. And actually, the problem isn't anywhere there at all. The problem is you're standing too close all the time. All the problem is that you actually don't think you believe attractive women and you stop being funny the second you find she's really hot. But you're not aware of it because you're generally funny with most women you talk to. You know, so these these things that we do, but they don't change unless you take a step back and go with a completely different approach that might work on that. And whether it's been business or women or social skills or any different thing that I in my life have worked on because I'm, I'm a big fan of learning. I'm constantly trying new, new things. What I've learned is you have to, whenever you get frustrated and you stop making progress, sometimes what you need to do is step back, find a completely different approach, a different way of thinking about this, even if it doesn't completely align with the first way that was working so well before, and then roll with that for a while. A radically different approach to what you're doing. And you will learn some things from it. And it may be the thing that overturns it, or you may need to go on and find a third one. But that's the key. And that's what most men and women, but men in this context with dating, that's the trap that we fall into. We just stick with this one. We just look for more people who speak in the same way as the other people who have spoken about this topic to us before in the past.
0: So is there any asking a friend, like on who wants to be a millionaire, you can call a friend. Is there anything like, you know, is there something you think that I may do in my dating life that I'm not aware of that may be sabotaging me? Well, yeah,
2: actually. I mean, so this won't always solve it, right? It it can if it's the bad breath, like, or something similar, right? Female friends are often the best way. Male friends, it depends on the quality of your male friends. Like a lot of guys, that'd be a weird conversation to, to have, unfortunately, which is sad. There should be more openness, but there isn't often. Female friends are a great one. I've had guys message women they've been on one or two dates with before and ask. Like, I'll get them to send a genuine message and someone won't reply, but someone will send a really amazing reply. Because you genuinely, literally asked for it. You know, hey, I've noticed this problem in my life.
0: To a person they've dated, you're saying?
2: Well, just once or twice. They could ask an ex-girlfriend too, but literally someone they went on one date with or someone they... And they'll just go, hey, I've noticed this recurring problem. Um, Totally cool if you don't want to answer, but if you've got any insight into what turned you off or what didn't work for you, that'd be so amazing for me. Yeah. Some don't reply, but some really do write a great reply. And I've had guys uncover some really like big aha moments just doing that. You know, And it's not done in a needy way. It's like, hey, if they don't want to reply, that's fine because you're asking them to do something uncomfortable. But yeah, some of them... And that's kind of the phone of friend I found more often than, than the flip side. If you've got good friends, great. Ask. I mean, I surround myself with friends who will be brutally honest with me and are happy to answer difficult questions. Most people don't have that. So I can't just prescribe that to everyone. If you've got it, use it. But yeah, sometimes there is you don't have someone who can easily answer that question for you. But yes, absolutely. I'm a fan of doing it if you've got the option to, for sure.
0: Yeah, I recommend it because I think it's kind of like, what is there to lose? You're already not seeing that person. Correct. And then maybe in the off chance, she answers and then you become more yourself and you've corrected what she said. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey, what are you doing next week? You've opened up another chain of communication. Not that I think that's the way that it's usually going to happen, but maybe on that very, very, very slight off chance that could open something back up again. Oh, sorry. Keep going.
2: No I was going to say when you are asking other people one thing I want to say to be mindful that not all people are giving a useful input or feedback.
0: Right. Yeah, you have to be discerning on okay this makes sense or mm, no I'm pretty sure they're really Yeah, off this feels on this. like a
2: tertiary element of something else that's going on not the real problem. You know what I mean like
0: Yeah. Like cuz for example if the guy who I went out with asked me what the problem was, I don't think I would give a genuine, I still couldn't say you smelled like how, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Unless I could just get a fake phone number and months and months and months later, just be like, hi, I'm a random stranger that wants to do you a favor. I'm a little breath fairy and (laughs) you need help with your breath and then just disappear and never, you know, I, So I don't think I could give an an honest answer. So yeah, so not everyone is going to give that honest answer. But this has been a really informative episode. I think we covered a lot. I really enjoyed speaking with you. And I think everyone will enjoy working with you if you chose them because you are choosy. Because, you know, that's what we should be. Just like you should be with your women. So everyone should check out the schoolofattraction.com as well as thedangerousman.com mm-hmm. and go to Damien's YouTube page for great videos as well, which is School of Attraction. Did I get that all right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. Check out my YouTube. If you like some of what you've heard here, have a listen to some more. I have so much content. It's definitely worth checking out.
0: Great. Yeah, you were great. Really loved conversing about this. So if anyone needs help with their banter or fixing their dating profiles so that they can even banter in the first place, you guys can always hit me up at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, com. I'm still doing my summer promo for $100 off my banter bundle. And so email me at Kristen at Kristenandchill.com. And I will give you that secret little code. And Every uh, episode of the Ask Women podcast comes out on Thursdays. Be sure to subscribe, rate five stars. And I think that's about it. Damien, thank you so much for being here again. Go check him out. And if you don't, I'm going to come for you. Not in a sexual way. (laughs) Or maybe I will. So maybe don't check him out so that I can just have a million orgasms. Just kidding. No, go check out Damien. And thanks again for being a listener for so long. We really appreciate you, Marnie and I do. And we will see you next week.